Alrighty, hey sweet friends, this is Christy Young with The Gritty Gospel, and I'm excited. Today is the second day of Christmas, so we are counting down to the first day of Christmas. Uh, in terms of our discipleship lessons that I've learned, I've been sharing every day one lesson in discipleship that I've learned over the last decade or so, uh, really 12 or 13 years um, because, I, because I've been so humbled by parenting. And then the Lord has sanctified me so much and is sanctifying me so much. And in the event that any of these lessons can bless you or be balm to your spirit, I'm so excited to share them. And so today, the discipleship lesson that I want to share with you is all about prayer. I think that we underestimate the power of prayer. I think it's easy to do. Yet all throughout the word of God, it is clear that Jesus one, prays, and that two, yeah, he sets an example for us in praying for God's will, for his kingdom, for his people. And so I think for us as parents, one of the things that I want to focus on is the power of prayer. That literally in Ephesians, as Paul talks about putting on the armor of God, the last thing that he mentions is prayer, that we need to pray at all times in the spirit, that we would do that as we are putting on the armor of God, that we would wield that as a weapon and see it as a weapon to fight our enemies, to go to bat in all of the trials of life. Paul saw it filled with the spirit. Paul is telling us that we need to pray at all times. And that doesn't mean just walking around rumbling a prayer all day long. No, it means that we would, as we encounter moment by moment, day by day, as we encounter things that we don't, that we need wisdom on, issues that we need to have help resolving where there's no clear answer or there are two great options and we don't exactly know which one to take. That's where even in all those small moments, we can just take a minute. I do often to just say, Lord, would you give me wisdom in this? I don't know what to do. I don't know how to handle this. I don't, even with, even among children, if I need help, I ask all the time. I'm like, Lord, would you please give me wisdom, wisdom that I don't have. I recognize how little I know. And prayer is a weapon. We are told that it's a part of our body of armor, our armor that we put on the armor of God to wield and to help us go to bat against the enemy and against the culture, against the world, against all the things that would divide us and keep us away from walking with our holy God. And this is what it says in Ephesians 6, 18, pray at all times in the spirit with every prayer and request and stay alert with all perseverance and intercession for all the saints. And I love this, my commentary. I have a, uh, this is a Christian study Bible. Yeah, CSB. And this is what the commentary says. Sorry, I keep hitting my mic. It says this, each piece of armor must be carefully put on with prayer, drawing upon divine resources. This prayer is spirit energized, spirit enabled, and spirit directed. Praying in the spirit is an admission of a believer's ignorance and dependence on God. So literally, as we go to the Lord in prayer, asking for his spirit to give us wisdom, to give us guidance, to direct our steps and all the things that we don't know and don't understand, or as as we begin the day and it's a lot harder, things are unexpectedly harder than we expected them to be, then then we need to go to him in prayer and ask him for grace and ask him for mercy upon our day and to help us maybe lower our expectations uh, for the day based upon what he has allowed us to walk in in the morning. Prayer is so important too because we need to be praying for our own hearts and for those of our spouses as we raise and train children because there's so much we don't know. And if we think we know things, we don't. I mean, we are imperfect flesh and we're fallen. And yes, we are always learning, 
but man, we need to go to the source because we can. We can tap into the source of all wisdom and all knowledge. And so we need to do that and ask him for help in parenting our children because, again, he is the one who's crafted together us and our kids. Because if we believe that the Bible is true, then we are created in his image by his hand. And so who better to go to uh, for directions and guidance than the one who has created the thing we need direction or guidance for. And in this case, it's not a thing. It's not a toy where with a toy, we would go right to the manufacturer or back to the store where we purchase the toy to uh, get wise counsel or to get directions or to return it if it's broken. No. So with our children, our instruction manual comes from the Lord. So we would go to him, petition him to ask for wisdom uh, in terms of parenting. Difficult kids or every kid, let's be real, every kid is difficult. They're all just different. And I think they're meant to be challenging because that is sanctifying for us as we have to go to the Father in prayer. It reminds us of how little we know, how much we need his help, how much we rely on him. And that is so good for our spirits too, to increase in humility, to grow in humility. So we need to be praying for our our hearts and our spouse's hearts as we raise and train kids and disciple others who are in our care. And then also we need to be praying for their hearts and for their salvation. I go to bat for my kids in all kinds of ways. For example, I've been, I pray for their spouses, for who they will marry one day. And I've been doing that since they were a teeny because I recognize how much that matters for life and how much it can change a person's trajectory uh, and you know, to to be able to have a marriage that would be Christ-centered and Christ-focused with two people who desire to live their lives on mission, man, that's powerful. And you get to make an impact in the culture. And for life, you get to have, you know, bedside discussions that are, that would be sweet and fruitful and godly about deep and rich topics, spiritual topics. And if to not have that, man, I just, I do feel like I don't know. You lose you lose out on something if you don't if you are a believer and you don't marry a believer. It's just a harder road. It's not that it can't be fruitful and there can't be joy because I've seen that happen as even faithful spouses walk this out a believing life out with an unbelieving spouse and then just like scripture says as a result of that believing spouse the unbelieving spouse comes to find Christ and to know him and man to watch their walk is beautiful too. But for my children, if they can if they can be evenly yoked, I want, that's my prayer for them, that they would find someone and uh, fall in love with someone who they can do life with that loves Jesus more than they love my son or daughter. I also pray all the time for grit for my kids, for them to, for certain of them, let's be real, every one of my kids is so different, so I pray for them differently. For some of them, I'm praying that they would learn to not whine about everything, that God would give them grit, that they would have hearts that do not grumble and complain over things. For others, I want them to learn to work heartily as unto the Lord. I want them to have a good work ethic. For others, they work really hard, but they may not speak up when they need to. So I'm praying that the Lord would give them a voice to speak and to speak truth and to be bold in the culture, but to learn to stand up for themselves because you need that quality in the culture just in life to survive. I also pray for... Obviously, I guess I pray for hearts that would be softened to the gospel, hearts for salvation. I pray that the Lord would take hold of my kids' hearts and that he would allow them to walk in intimacy with him, that they would know him intimately and walk with him and desire to serve him and that their lives would be rich because they know and walk with Christ. I also pray that my kids would be leaders in the culture, servant leaders, that they would be leaders in the culture and not followers. 
I have certain kids who are kind of predisposed to follow. And I just pray that the Lord would work in and through them to be people who could make an impact for the cult in the culture and for their own families, uh, that they would be able to be bold and to find their voice to speak the truth and to live out the truth in this culture. And then on a very simple level, I have one kid who's just mean all the time, like just straight up mean. Maybe there are two actually. And I just pray for that their hearts would be, that they'd be kind and that the Lord would help them to be kind. And that seems like such a simple prayer, but I pray it often. I mean, probably daily that these kids would learn to be softened and to treat other people the way they desire to be treated. And we say it all the time. I mean, I even have other kids I have a six-year-old kid who knows that we say that so often that she will say that to one of those children and will say, you know, treat other people the way you would like to be treated. She knows that we're not going to be people who are crappy people to other people or who would bully them, even in our own house. I'm going to shut that down. That is not going to fly. But man, that is a battle that we fight and go, go to bat with every day. And then I guess that would be my last encouragement too is parenting parenting is hard, especially when you're in it, you're invested in it, you care, you you desire to build relationships with your kids, you care about their sin, you desire for them to see their sin and to repent and to turn from that sin and to hopefully to find Christ, to know Christ, to uh, re- recognize your need for a, a savior. When you're parenting with that in mind, it, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of effort and it's all day long. And then multiply that times however many kids you have. It's just hard. And, but my encouragement to you is to pray with your children when y'all are struggling or when your kids are super worked up or frustrated, or when you are super worked up or frustrated, or when you're actively in a situation where you're battling sin, sin has risen to the surface and you're needing to point it out. And you recognize that you can't tell that child to be kind and that they will just be kind for any length of time. No, you recognize that is pointless. That is a chasing after the wind. That is, you. we can't affect change in our kids' hearts by just speaking them commands, right? Anyone who has been saved for any length of time knows that. What we need is the Holy Spirit's intervention in the hearts of our kids, and the way that we get that is through praying in the Spirit, using the weapon that God has given us, wielding it at all times, for his glory and for their good, that they would see that this is sin and that we are going to go take this to the Lord. So often I grab the kid that I'm having a hard time with or that the sin has risen up out of, or, or if I've been sinful in a situation where, um, where me and a child, we've gotten heated or frustrated and it has just grown to a point where I feel like I need to repent. I will grab a kid and say, Let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Can we just pray and we're going to ask for forgiveness. We're going to ask for help in all the ways that we need help. And then we do that. I may, right in front of the child, I may ask the Lord for forgiveness and ask the child for forgiveness. And then I may go to bat before the Lord for the sin of that kid too and say, Lord, would you help in the heart of this child? Would you help them to be kind? Would you help them to have a loving spirit? God, would you cultivate in them the fruits of the spirit? We pray that regularly. You know, I pray for my kids that they would come to know the Lord and walk with him and then would increasingly manifest the fruits of the spirit. I pray the same thing for myself. And so that would be my encouragement today. Parents, go to bat for your kids in prayer. It is a weapon. God is clear. Paul is clear that it is a weapon that we have at our disposal. And so we would be foolish not to use it. All right. Merry Christmas, you guys. Love y'all. And we'll talk again soon.